he's like, I don't know, they just want to meet there. And I said, well, that's weird. Um, <laughs> it's like meeting at a park is, yeah, just, like, is <laughs> it's just like meeting a mafia man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like eating pigeons and talking about business. Hello, I'm your host, Chris Rivera, and you're listening to the Daily 49er Podcast. On this episode, I take a look at the details surrounding one of the most groundbreaking stories in journalism. This week, I speak with Ruben Vivas of the LA Times, who along with his colleague, Jeff Gottlieb, helped uncover the City of Bell scandal. It seems I reached out to Ruben at the right time. It was his week off, so he had time to meet with me. When Ruben suggested we meet at a coffee shop in Buena Park, I was relieved because honestly, I did not feel like driving to downtown LA that day. The coffee shop was closer than I initially thought. Once we met up, we went inside, headed to a study room where they had a table booth, closed the door to drown out the noise of the other customers and sat across from each other. What's interesting is that this Pulitzer Prize winner did not initially want to become a journalist. He wanted to become a veterinarian in high school, but there was one moment that showed him the power of writing. You know the scene from Huckleberry Finn, and so it was about these two brothers in Guatemala who, you know, had a father, the younger brother being abused, and so they devised a plan to create a um, boat out of logs and travel down this Guatemalan river. Um, and I chose Guatemala because you know that's where I'm from. Um, and I wrote the story, and I remember my teacher reading it to class. We all we came into class, we all sat down, and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to read this story for you guys," and she started reading. Everyone was just listening, and, um, you know, when she finished, she just, like, she said, this was a lovely story, and she looked at me, and and the whole time I was shocked, because I was Mm -hmm. like, I can't believe she's reading my story, but then just right at that moment when I realized, I can't believe this is what writing can do, and that was sort of my, my introduction into the impact that writing has on people. The City of Bell scandal story revolves around multiple city council members and the city manager, Robert Rizzo, who Vivas later found out in his reporting was making almost $800,000. Once the LA Times broke this story, it spread nationwide. There are new revelations about the Bell corruption scandal. New twists in the Bell salary scandal. One-time city manager of Bell. For disgraced Bell city manager Robert Rizzo. After more than a week of requesting documents, including the city staff's salary, Ruben and Jeff were asked to meet Rizzo and the other city staff at Big Bear Park. It was at that time where Rizzo gave them a straight answer about his salary. That's sort of the wind-up before the pitch. (laughs) And the pitch was, you know, how much money do you make? And that was directed at Bob Rizzo, and he was, you know, in a very sort of quiet voice, he just said $700,000 very quickly. You know, just like $700,000. And my, uh, my colleague heard it, but he just thought that he didn't hear correctly. And he's like, I'm sorry, how much? And he said $700,000. And I'm sitting next to him, and I'm just like in a very whisper, but loud enough that you can hear me. I just say, Jesus Christ. In order to give himself and other staff that salary, Rizzo illegally taxed the citizens of Bell. They had higher property taxes than those in cities like Beverly Hills. And the police, well, they were handing out citations like candy on Halloween. And Rizzo was giving out loans and treating the city much like a bank. And perhaps the crazy part in all of this is that Rizzo believed he deserved this money. 
Lee discredits his source for helping them obtain some of the documents he had requested. This source, who to this day wants to remain anonymous, was a city employee and had access to a box with all the information the LA Times were asking for. Uh, I get the box, I walk out, and I'm so paranoid that I, because at the time we, I didn't know who the, I didn't know who to trust. Um, <clears throat> I had heard stories about the police department. Um, I didn't know who were the good guys and the bad guys because the police department itself was also somewhat corrupt. So you were actually scared for your life at that point, so potentially. Yes, yeah, at this point I'm like, I'm worried about my source. I don't want them, you know, getting into any problems with, with police. Um, and I also don't trust the police. I don't know, like, like I said, I hear all these stories about them. And so there's like some bad apples there who are in cahoots with the government. And so... I, I didn't know who to trust and so I was just like I had to be very careful and so you know I get into my car put the box in I, and this is late at night it's like 11 o'clock p.m. by the time I leave his house and you know I drive uh, I drive away with my lights off I don't um, I zigzag throughout the neighborhood to make sure there's no car following me so you're very paranoid I was very point. paranoid yeah yeah I was very paranoid and You know, there is a part of Rizzo that I feel is, I'm sure, apologetic about what he's done. But even an apology will never be enough. I think not for the, the people of Abel. They are, till this day, still paying, because of that scandal, they're still paying the second highest property taxes. And that's going to be the case for the next several years. The ripple effect that he's had on the city has been for decades. I mean, it's the city won't be able to bounce back. You know, they're barely crawling out of this, this hole. And even then they still have to keep crawling some more because now we, we essentially are starting where we should have started from years ago. And so we were at fault for what happened there. You know, we were, I tell people we're partially at fault when the press is not keeping an eye and not doing its job. You know, this is what happens. You have the, all the elements were there for this to happen and no one, the citizens were keeping an eye on City Hall. They weren't holding their elected officials accountable because their elected officials are making a ton of money. <laughs> you know, city employees didn't do their job because they, they didn't call a newspaper, they didn't, they didn't report on what they were seeing. And why? Because some of them are getting loans, you know, and they're getting treated well. So why are they gonna rock the boat? So I think that's why journalism is so important. I would like to thank Ruben Vivas for being generous with his time and for agreeing to be on the podcast. The theme music is courtesy of bensound.com. I'm your host, Chris Rivera, and I'll see you next time on the Daily 49er Podcast.